Hi friends, welcome to welcome back to the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Um, we're working together through the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And we're in episode 159 of season 2, which is working through the book of Genesis in short 6-7 minute uh, bites. But if you're new to this and just dropped in, why not consider joining us on this amazing a 10-year journey through the whole Bible and go back and pick it up at episode one. But today we're continuing the story of Abram and Abimelech and the entanglement with Sarah and Abimelech. And we're going to pick up the text in Genesis 20, verse 8, which tells us this. Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, There is surely no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. So we see that Abimelech and the officials of the land are afraid of what has just occurred. So the question is, why are they afraid? Well, the answer is found in the verse when it said, God said, if you do not restore her, then know that you shall surely die and all who are yours also. So they were afraid that because of what had happened, Abimelech taking Sarah into his home to be his wife, that they were afraid that they were all going to die. So Abimelech, in this section, we see him call Abraham and says, why have you done this? Why have you put us at risk? Why have I offended you, he actually asked, that you've brought onto me and my kingdom such a great sin? What were you thinking of? What was going on in your head, we'd say in modern terms? Why did you do this to me? And Abraham said, because I felt sure that you or they would kill me on account of my wife. Now, Abraham has been challenged about why he did this. And his response is, well, you see, I didn't know you were God-fearing people around here. And I knew that my wife was beautiful. And I thought, as a powerful man, you'd just take her and kill me. In other words, Abraham very clearly again responded in fear. He didn't operate with faith, he acted out of fear. But then he adds in verse 12 this little caveat, and it's an important and insightful one. And he says, besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, through, though not through my mother, and she has become my wife. So look closely. Abraham isn't exactly lying, is he, when he said he was his sister, which is sort of half true, because she was his half-sister. But this, friends, is a case when a half-truth is a whole lie. And there are many occasions still today when half-truths can equal complete lies. What he's doing here is simply trying to protect himself. But it's very clear the only person he's thinking about this, the only person he's concerned about is himself. He's not thinking about the repercussions on others. And then it adds, and when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, this is how you can show you love me. Everywhere we go, say, he is my brother. So do you pick up what's going on in that verse? 
On one verse, he's just saying, well, we have this arrangement right from the start, from when we first left Haran and set out. But if you look carefully and read into the text, you can see at a level he's actually saying, this really isn't my fault. It was an agreement I made with my wife. And you, God, are the one who said Sarah was to be my wife and the mother of my offspring. Now, does that conversation, does the essence of that discussion sound familiar to you? Does it sound like you've heard it somewhere else, somewhere before? Well, I would say it sounds to me very like the conversation Adam had with the Lord in the garden when he said, it's the woman that you gave me that led me astray. You gave her to me, God. So it's not my fault, it's her fault. And ultimately, he's really suggesting that it's God's fault in a way. That's what's really going on underneath these excuses. Now, we've got to be honest with ourselves and say we probably all have a tendency to blame God when things go wrong or sometimes when we just even get into difficult situations. And ultimately, all temptation comes down to doubting the power of God and the goodness of God. And that's really what's going on in this passage. So picking up the text in verse 14, it tells us this. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle, male and female, slaves, and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, The land is before you. Live wherever you like. Wow, that's quite a response. Now, you may remember what happened earlier in Abraham's life when he rescued Lot from the kings of the east. Remember, on that occasion, he refused to accept the spoils of that victory but now he accepts this as the man's offering because he's accepting it as an offering out of fellowship as one who knows or who has come to know or who has heard from the Lord. Verse 16 then says to Sarah he said I am giving your brother a thousand shekels so this is Abimelech talking of silver this is to cover the offense against you before all who are with you and are completely vindicated. So he makes that offer, even in the the knowledge of knowing he never fulfilled the full married relationship. We know that God intervened and he was ill on the wedding night. So that's interesting, isn't it? He wants to cover up any potential offense that he has made. So what's going on here? Let's try and get dig a little deeper and find out what's really happening in this very interesting and rather convoluted situation. But we'll begin to do that in the next episode. Now, if you find these talks helpful and you'd like to access this transcript of what's been said, then you will find one in each and every one of any audio version of this podcast. And the podcasts are hosted on the Buzzsprout website. Now, if you happen to be accessing it through video on Facebook or YouTube, there should always be a link there to the daily version of it, the audio version. But other than that, that's it for today. I look forward to welcoming you back here again very soon on the Daily Bible Project podcast. Bye-bye for now.